Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz, and tonight, Syracuse takes on Indiana. Now, if you're a Syracuse fan, you hate Indiana, plain and simple. Why? Because in 1987, Indiana beat Syracuse in the championship. A championship game where Syracuse had it. They were winning by one point. Derek Coleman on the foul line, he front rims it. Indiana comes down. Keith Smart hits the jump shot, who had previously missed a jump shot. And Syracuse was so shell-shocked, they didn't call a timeout. There was four seconds when the ball went in. Nobody called a timeout. Only gave him one second. The game was over. In the other five meetings Syracuse have played Indiana, Syracuse have won. And they've all been in, say, major spots, but bigger spots or preseason tournaments. They played Indiana twice in the Maui Invitational championship and won. They played Indiana in the preseason NIT at Madison Square Garden and they won. They played them in another challenge and they won. So it's only been that one time in 1987 where Indiana beat Syracuse. I was a young kid. That was my first taste of Syracuse basketball. I was able to stay up and watch that game. It was painful to watch. It was painful for me to just to Google, find on YouTube and watch the last minute. So I knew it happened before the final shot by Keith Smart. One of the games that Syracuse played Indiana in that was a pivotal game was in 2013. Syracuse went to the Final Four. Indiana was a one seed. Syracuse was a four seed. Syracuse beat them in the Sweet 16 on their way to the Final Four. So that was nice, though, to get that win in the NCAA tournament when Indiana was favorite. But nothing will replace the 87 championship no one will ever know what way Syracuse would have went if they won that game Bayheim's legacy might have been different looked at differently people would have talked about him differently for sure well, they had won more championships than just the one in 2003 they went to the championship in 96 also with Bayheim. and if he's won two championships instead of one championship that's a very elite class so that was a big game in the history of the of Syracuse. While tonight's game is not a championship game and will never replace that 87 loss, this could prove to be a very important game for Syracuse because their schedule is tough. They came off the battle for Atlantis. They lost two games. Kind of were hopeful for two wins there. I never thought they would beat Baylor if they faced them, but losing to VC was kind of a surprise. Losing to Auburn was not a surprise to me. Beating Arizona State was somewhat of a surprise because they played so bad against VCU, but Indiana out of conference, they're 6-0. In their six games, they haven't played anybody too tough, except maybe St. John's, where they won by two, kind of a buzzer-beater game. So, would this be a good win later in the season? It kind of depends what Indiana does. You know, they play in the Big Ten, they play a lot of good competition, but I think it's an important game for Syracuse just to get back on track. Because 3-3 three and three after six games is not something Syracuse fans want to see. The last time Syracuse started a season 3-3 three and three was the 96-97 season in which they finished the year 19-13, 99-8. They lost in the first round of the NIT to Florida State. But looking at their first seven games that season, Syracuse played more games in conference very early on. They beat Winthrop out of the gate. 106-51, but then they lost to Kentucky, who was ranked 8th at the time, 87-53. They beat Maine. They beat North Carolina-Greensboro. 
They played West Virginia in the Dome, and West Virginia lit them up for 101 points, 101 to 79. Then they lost to Miami by four. So they already played two conference games, a little different than this year's team playing out of conference. But, again, the out-of-conference schedule for Syracuse this year is really tough. And Battle for Atlantis was tough. Colgate, not a cupcake team anymore. Not an automatic win, obviously. They lost to them. And Indiana, I would say, are probably on the same level as Syracuse, even though they haven't lost because they haven't played anybody. So they need to get this win because it could be a game that they look at at the end of the season if these both these guys are on the bubble. Then Syracuse goes on to play at Florida State this weekend, which is a conference game. Then they play Villanova next Tuesday at the Garden. Then they play at Georgetown. They finish off non-conference with Lehigh and Cornell. Cornell beat Colgate, so obviously they're not a bad team either. So what does this team this year need to do to get back on track? I think the Battle for Atlantis really showed a lot of things for Syracuse. One, Jesse Edwards can be a force offensively if you give him the ball. Yes, they're all dunks and there are a couple acrobatic layups, but give him the ball, get him active, get him going. Hopefully he can get more blocks and more rebounds because you need those more almost than offense. 21 points career high Saturday against Arizona State. Most by a Syracuse center since 2010 or in Waku against St. John's. 17 points against Auburn in that final game. So Edwards has made great strides from last year being a guy who wasn't ready to gaining weight over the summer to now scoring his career high. The thing is, you need everyone to play better. It seemed like Joseph Gerard, coming back this season, had more confidence, understood his position better. After the first two games, he was 8 for 8 from 3, 12 assists to 4 turnovers. The third game against Colgate still wasn't bad, 5 for 8 from 3, and he had 8 assists and only 3 turnovers. Not perfect, but really good. In the battle for Atlantis against VCU, he had zero assists and six turnovers. He had five assists to four turnovers in the game against Arizona State, and he had three assists to two turnovers. And three points versus Auburn. Gerard has to be better than that. He got the starting point guard job because Kadari Richmond left, and there was no real competition with Siamir Torrance. It was obvious he was going to be the starter. It looked to do him some good in the first couple games, but now it's stiffer competition. He looks back to his old self. What are we going to get out of Gerard tonight? A good assist to turnover ratio or a good shooting night? Has to be one or the other. And I'm more concerned about him with assist because when he doesn't push the ball and just dribbles, dribbles, dribbles with no purpose, Syracuse has no chance. Cole Swider played pretty good in the Battle for Atlantis tournament. Really need him more on defense to rotate down and get more rebounds. Jimmy and Buddy Beheim, you know they're always going to give you a hard effort, but need someone to make some stops on defense, really. And who is that going to be? And I think it may not be tonight, and it may not be till halfway through the season, but I'm hoping it's Benny Williams because he's got the quickness, he's got the athleticism to make an impact in the game, whether it's rebounding or blocking shots. His offense just isn't there yet, but he needs to generate his offense off of rebounds, and when he gets more confidence, he can work on those other jump shots and other things. But they really need a combined effort to get better on this team for them to salvage their season, and it starts tonight. Games at ESPN2 at 7 o'clock. Check it out.
It's on Cuse.com on radio. And that's all I got for the Dome Dog Podcast tonight. No sponsors except for me. The Dome Dog Podcast is brought to you by me. <laughs> Jump on my Facebook page and talk to me about the game tonight. Thanks for listening to the Dome Dog Podcast. Now available on Spotify, Amazon Music slash Audible, and Podbean. Please join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Dome Dog. That's D-O-M-E-D-A-W-G.